All the best freaks are here. All the best freaks are here. Born down in El Paso, where the tumbleweeds blow. To the middleweight champ of all Mexico. Dad fought many bloody battles, and he raised four sons. Chavo was the oldest one. Old man Gory could pop like a live grenade. Raised his boys in the way of the trade. Hector and Mondo, young Eddie G. Chavo meant the most to me. Look high, it's my last hope. Okay, hi, it's all the best freaks are here again. Radioactive International, radioactiveinternational.org. Let me see. Uh, tonight or today, we're going to have a kind of a special on uh, Popical Island because they celebrated their fifth birthday there at a party yesterday so, or on Saturday. Uh, but first, a couple of things to get away. That was The Mountain Goats. That was a song called The Legend of Chavo Guero from their new album. Well, it's out on April the 7th. It's called Beat the Champ. And uh, I heard that song the other day. I thought it was so cool. Let's play it. So, and also, I have the fourth in the. Um, let me just mute this. The fourth in the 52 song. Batch from the Might Be Giants this year, and uh, they're doing a dial a song 
direct thing, so you just go to dialogsong.com, is it .com? Yeah, and uh, you can hear all four so far, and then that'll continue on. So anyway, the fourth one is called Music Jail, part one and part two. Here it is. I'd 
times on this show and I used to always call them Action Bell. I think it's Acton Bell. It's a new band from Des from Crumb and the Sewing Room and he's got a whole bunch of other people playing on it. Um, and their album is due out soon. A couple of weeks I think. Okay so um, yesterday was the, or two days ago, um, was Popical Islands All Dayer in Whelan's uh, they had a whole bunch of bands playing, so I recorded some stuff at it. So I'm going to introduce this, this section with a sneaky recording of one of Landlover's new songs. Take 
your second name? Uh, my name is Ruin Van Vliet. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to attempt that. I, you know, stupid. Okay, so you're, you, you're like the in-house drummer. Is that a bit of an insult? <laughs> no, no, that's that's pretty accurate. That's, uh, yeah, I, I drum in a few of the bands. Okay, so how many times do you drum in today? Uh, today, five times. Five times? Yeah. Okay, right, let me guess. Wahlberg's family? Uh-huh. Squarehead? Yeah. I'm looking at the poster now. Uh, it's, um... Okay, well, one of them isn't on the poster, so you're, you're going to okay, get stuck. Uh, Groom? Yeah. That's one, two, what are you like? That's three. Three. Uh, uh, Paddy Hannah? No. I should Last, know this. Uh, uh, Cryboys? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Squarehead. Right. Is that Squarehead? Oh, okay. So Ginnels. That's what right, we left Ginnels, out. Right, yeah. right. Okay. It's a good time. Right. We've released uh, what we feel is our best record, and um, you know, we all just need a rest. You know, we want to concentrate on, on on our other pursuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna to talk to Mike later and see if his story uh, matches yours. <laughs> all right. Okay. That'll do. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's uh, pick a song from the Public Island uh, catalog that I can play. Okay. Um, how about uh, Teenage Pricks by uh, Devils? Okay. There we go.
weekend and that was more or less all that I ended up recording at the gig yesterday or Saturday. I got a little bit more which I'll play later on but um, I was trying to get a, to grab Mike from Groom and talk to him and it, we never got around to it so we decided to do it over the phone today. So I'm going to play a Groom song now and then after that I'll have the, a bit of my conversation with Mike which I'll try to cut together because it ended up being quite long. Okay. to go into the history of Popical Island but what I, yeah. I what I did think was a good idea I, we were watching the bands yesterday my, my son was watching with, with me and he was you know he's very well aware that he was watching Land Lovers he was you know whatever and then eventually yeah. he turns around and he goes what's Popical Island like what is that <laughs> you know why why is it that I know it's, it's funny because my, my own kids you know they ask me uh, is Popical Island a band you know yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, and I, yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, it is a bit. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a, an abstract thing. I guess. I guess what I say to, to to my kids, I say, no, it's just a kind of a group of bands. All the bands together, we're all under Papua Island, and we all have a place where we practice in the pop in, and we um, and that's. It's just called the pop in, and the, the whole group together is called Papua Island. We help each other out, and that's. That's kind of it, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, what it, that's what I say to the kids, you know. Well, that, um, that, that's what I said. I said it's just these bands uh, getting together to to try to achieve more than they could on, the, on their own. When you put a name on it, that's 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 kind of when things started to happen. Like we we like we were before Pop Climate started. We were doing gigs with Landlovers anyway, and we were doing gigs with Yeah Deadlies anyway. Yeah, and. It was just when we put a name on it and we called it a collective, um, A, that people started kind of taking notice, I guess, and saying, oh, this is, this is, and like, I'm, like we were blown away by how much people took notice. I mean, I can understand how, you know, say people who are into music on the scene or whatever, involved with pump.com stuff might be interested. But it was like other people, it was people in the media suddenly were interested and we hadn't anticipated that. So that was a real surprise. And then the other thing was that, um, you know, people, I guess people within Tropical Island, like who were yeah, in those yeah. bands, they had, they had other side projects that they may not have been, you know, pushing very hard. And then all of a sudden when we had Tropical Island going, it was kind of a reason for them to maybe take those things a bit more seriously. So, yeah, you know, yeah. from that, you know, sprang like, like lions, you know, we started taking it a bit more seriously and Tyrannosaur of course like they were I, I think they just recorded done some basic recordings when we kind of set up Papa Clive and of course they grew into a huge entity you know yeah, yeah. so, so it, just like putting the, putting the name on it just giving it a name and having a Twitter account and a Facebook account all of a sudden it became something real you know <laughs> and, and it was a good turnout yesterday it was fantastic yeah it was like um like, we couldn't believe it. Like, we've always had good turnouts for these things, but I think it may have been the best turnout yet. The, the room was full from the very first band. And that was like, I don't think that's ever happened before. Usually you're about three or four bands in before people start to filter in. And, um, uh, so the last, do you always do them around this time of year? No, you see, we've always done them during summer. During summer, I, right. I, it's harder we, we, to get people we, we, indoors in the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the theory. We reckon people just kind of came in and then they went out for a smoke and they realised it's, it's absolutely freezing out here. Yeah, going back in, <laughs> so they stayed in for the band. It was fantastic, you know. Right. So you talked about uh, you mentioned the pop in. So how many of the bands? Uh, well, how many bands are are sort of part of the Poppy Lion Collective, and how many say would rehearse in that or use that that uh, that venue? Okay. Well, let's see. There's. There's probably about maybe 15, 10 to 15 bands, give or take, you know. I mean, it's hard to say who's who's a Papua Island band. Yeah, well, that's, I was going to ask you, how do you define that? (laughs) Well, they come and go, like, for example, like, Grand Pocket Orchestra are a Papua Island band, but they haven't actually done anything in a couple of years, so, you know, they've kind of, they've kind of splintered off into No Monster Club and Paddy Hanna's band and, and... Ginnels, you know, yeah. who are all active. So, but we still have Grand Pocket Orchestra down, and you know they 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 
they pay for a space right for, okay. in, the, in the pop in so you know so basically yeah so we, the thing is that the pop in um, as a practice space is a little bit more regimented yeah apart from that in, in that we because we have to pay rent so so people have to pay for their for their slots if you like so sure so, like any other so, rehearsal space yeah yeah, yeah like it's, it's, yeah we run those rehearsal space. so there's a couple of bands in there that aren't topical island bands you know like um, like say for example Bouts um, right they're they're friends of Popical Island and they hang out with it, but they're not a Popical Island band because they're it's just not the style of music, you know. It's right, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. So, uh, yeah, yeah. style of music would be uh, a little bit of a defining uh, element. Like if you're gonna have a music collective, then the the music itself should be the defining characteristic of that collective. Right. And. Um, um, so, so right from the off, we said, okay, well, we have to say what kind of, if we're going to start a collective, we have to kind of put, not some parameters, but, you know, some general definitions about what the music is, and it's going to be kind of song-based, you know? So, so that, that were, those were the criteria. And then when we kind of got the guys together, we kind of had a long thread, and we didn't even kind of discuss in, we didn't verbalize what, what the style of the music was, but we would, we would collect music and we would share music together and just through conversations about music we started to start to take shape what, what what kind of stuff yeah you got gotcha. Gotcha. so you know okay but, you know, i have to say like we've, we've had gigs like we put on pop Calias where we've had bands like we had james lennon once you know we had yeah, yeah. Once, you know so well I popicalia mean, is, is uh, that's a different thing you know that's not the, really part of the, that's the collective putting on yeah. Events. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. So that, that's so, that's. Yeah. So talk about. The, let me see. That like the past five years, obviously, there's been. It's not just bands hanging out and chatting together. It's uh, you're putting out uh, albums, uh, putting on the yeah. the the club nights. Yeah. So uh, what other sort of achievements would you uh, see that you you guys have done over the past five years? Well, I think that the three compilations that we put out. Um, Popical Island 1, 2 and 3 that they came out in 2010, 11 and 12 they were like they were like we were really proud of those you know right. um, now in fairness all, we really just had to assemble the bands but so we were kind of curating it if you like so but it was still you know it was still really something that we really enjoyed we really felt like it was a good achievement and we got a lot of good you know praise for all that so that, we're very proud of that Okay. And then we put together the Popical Island Show Band. And actually, I think this is the thing I enjoyed the most, was when we put together the Popical Island Show Band and we we did a Christmas uh, recording. Because that was, all of us gathered together as an enormous, huge band. So how, many, how many people? Oh, I, I think for the Christmas one, I think there was about, I'd say there was about 30 people. You know, right. I mean, there was, you know, there was about 10 guitar players. There's a couple of violinists. There was a whole brass section, two drummers, a bass player, then a load of people on various kind of xylophones and what have you, piano and stuff like that. So huge, huge, you know, gathering of people and just great, great fun. And I think like the music, we just did two songs, uh, two Christmas songs. So it was great crack, you know. I'm delivering the news 
of a famous stone to get the holster and the gun from beneath your auntie's bed. But it was gone. Well, it's a hard old station. Whoa, working the high line way up in the sky and asking time to stand still when so impatient to move. Imagine wider without a gun. He'd be the damsel in distress, yes, son. The night before he get that shit sorted and then it becomes automatic and then you can go back to talking about music again once everyone yeah. knows how it runs it's like if you're in a marriage you know We were close, we were close, we were close. 
trophies. I hear the clanging clunk of the cinema bell in my reverie. There was a Breaking up, splitting up. So, so why, why, why finish the band? It's becoming a bit difficult to to to, to manage everybody's varying schedules and stuff like that, and uh, to be able to, to be able to do a bunch of gigs. You know, for me, like, um, uh, we although we did do a good few gigs this year, I, I, for Groom it was becoming a case of diminishing returns. In that, like. You know, a couple of years ago, we would have released a single, and we would have been able to put a tour together. Yeah. You know, whereas this year we released a single. This past year we released a single, and we pretty much couldn't get a tour together. Like we. When well, I and tour, when you say I'm that, not, does that, do you mean like practically amongst the four of you, or? What? Or, or to do? The four of you, no, well, no. I mean, I would be the one who would organise the gigs generally. So, um, so. Yeah, it was. It, it just practically. It was just, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, not like hard. not like uh, you. Yeah. You were ringing up and nobody wanted to book his or anything. But but more that it was just like we can't do this this week. We can't do that week. We can't do. Oh no 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 no! Practically, month for no. It was. It really is like it was tougher to get gigs. It's been tougher to get gigs. Yeah. Generally. 
No, we've, we've had some good gigs. Like, we had a great gig with uh, supporting the wedding present, which you know about, which I thank you for. Um, uh, and we've had, some, you know, we've had some really nice gigs. We played Young Hearts Run Free. We played the Thumped thing. But just generally, um, it's been a, more difficult to book gigs, for me to book gigs. Like, I, um, you know, maybe in the past, I kind of would have phoned somebody up in Galway and, you know, a little bit of hustling. I would have been able to get a gig in Galway or a big, get a gig here and there. I'm finding it a lot. I was finding it a lot more difficult as the years went on. Yeah. And um, also, I suppose you know, it's a little bit of just personally from from myself, but also the rest of the guys. But I can speak for myself personally. It's just a little bit of waning enthusiasm for trying to get those gigs as well. You sure. Know? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, you feel you feel disheartened and demoralized when you when you can't get the gig in. You know. Limerick or something like that. So, and maybe in the past, uh, I would have, you know, gone for a second, third, or fourth try. This just sounds like, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm really getting tired of this, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, 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 uh, but you're, uh, let me see, like, the other bands, the other band that you play in is continuing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is there what's how, how is it any different? You know, book, booking uh, Skelecrats gigs or can, can, uh, is it that you yeah, put no. more more uh, more heart into Groom and then when you, when that doesn't work out, you you feel it harder. Whereas if Skelecrats yeah. don't get a gig, it's like oh whatever. Yeah, there's, there's definitely an element to that. Right. Definitely an element to that. But I mean, I, I would have to say that um, now, first of all. Um, it's not just me booking the gigs for Skelecrats. In fact, I Porg would probably do the majority of that. So up till now, Skelecrats for has been for Porg has been a has been a side project for myself. Has been a side project, you know. So it's if we if Skelecrats didn't get a load of gigs, I don't think anybody was really too bothered about it. Yeah, like, yeah. So I was speaking for myself anyway, you know. It was kind of ah, well, sure, you know. We'll get a gig someone sometime soon, you know. Whereas for yeah, for Graham, I, I would feel disheartened, and and you know the thing was, it's not like I wasn't getting any gigs at all because we were getting gigs, you know yourself. But um, I kind of felt that maybe in a year's time, um, that that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. Um, uh, and I would prefer to go out, you know, On with a the band, bit of a high, like... yeah, exactly. I, like I, and you know the thing is as well when when the band is not really active and you know this yourself when the band the band is not like actively playing loads of gigs and on a kind of an upward trajectory if you like um, it starts to feel for the band itself for the members of the band it starts to feel like a real almost like routine just where you're going to practice every week and you're you're not necessarily working towards anything you know and uh, and for me. That's when a band becomes a hobby, as opposed to, uh, you know, something that I feel really like I'd give my left arm for. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to do a band as a hobby. You know, gotcha. <laughs> I don't want to do music as a hobby. I, I have no interest in that. I, like yourself, I'm a songwriter, and, and I, for, for me to to make a song work, I have to feel tremendously excited about it. You know, and I, you're not if, if you don't feel excited about the band you're in, then then you're not going to be able to write the music. And I hadn't written any songs in, in, since since Bread and Jam uh, for Groom. And I just, I, I, I didn't feel like, I didn't know where the 
music was going to come from. Right. Okay. So, well, well, that, now now your um, explanation is starting to overlap with ruins a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, like if you listen to it, I, I don't know if I'm going to include it in this or not, but he, he basically said that you, you you sort of felt that you'd written all the groom songs. Yeah, no, that's that is definitely the case. You know, uh, I figured like I, I needed to kind of cover that, and I, to be honest, I think I've been thinking about this really for quite a while. You know. Okay. Okay. Like, um, yeah. So it, probably a bit of a, a bit of a weight off your mind, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Like I've like. Just in the last couple of weeks, I've written two songs. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like after a after a period of, of nothing for for six months, you know. So.
since episode one of this show, I've played Glimmerman a lot, right? I'm here with Phil from... How are you doing? How's it going? Right, so just tell me quickly what, quickly what you're at, and that's all I'm going to ask you, okay? Uh, yeah, well, we released an album over a year ago, uh, uh, and uh, we're looking to probably do another release, but we're writing new songs at the moment. Right, not uh, recorded yet, or anything? No, it's not recorded yet at all, so I think, like... If all been going well, we'd actually like to record in October. Right. Uh, and we'd probably demo tracks before then, and then record in October, and then not too sure when we'd end up releasing it, but it could be another uh, next year kind of thing, you know, in early next year. Okay, well, that's brilliant. And uh, yeah. you're obviously not on Public Island. Right? No, no, not at all. No, we're on a different island. We're, we're on a Glimmer Island, actually. Glimmer. It's a far more darker, gothic kind of island. Uh, not that it's not fun or anything like that. The sun does shine, but it's a kind of a black sun. But uh, it's more penetrative into the into the skin. So if you're UV sensitive, actually, you've got to wear lots of gloves. So uh, in terms of this, this is the public island fifth birthday, obviously. So in yeah. terms of the bands here, uh, I know it's not really fair to ask you who's your favourite, but like you know who you're, you know you want. Uh, yeah, groom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers. Okay, Which is very fair. <laughs> okay, right. Thanks, Will. No matter. See you. Bye bye. Okay, so the intention on Saturday was to get much more stuff like that, uh, but I only ended up talking to Phil and Ruin, um, but sure, that's how it goes, and it was nice of Mike to catch up with me on the phone, and thanks for that, I hope you enjoyed that little chat. Um, Okay, so this has been All the Best Freaks Are Here on Radioactive International. Org. Um, you can listen to it live or you can listen to sh- these shows anytime you want. Now I'm going to finish up with a song this week by Phil's band Glimmer Men. Glimmer Men. Uh, when I say Phil's band, the band that Phil plays drums in. And this is a song called Travelling Man and it's from their first EP. They've had an album since and it's just as great. Yeah, they call me the Travelling Man I got a big hat that'll cover all this land But I swear to God that every blade of grass is meant for you Yeah, they call me the gambling man I've been living my life living hand to hand But I swear to God that every blade of grass is meant for you Yeah, blades are something I know something about too
sat down with the Eskimo. On the afternoon of Christmas Eve, they talked about the good old days. Fork a mix and bills to pay. Shadows against the red sky 